Entrepreneur on Fire 857. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Ruby is a perfect solution for small businesses that want to make a big impression. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Dan Corkill. Dan, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Dan is the co-founder of Follow Up Boss, a software system that helps real estate agents and teams master online lead conversion. Dan, given Fire Nation just little insight. So share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. I'm an Aussie living in Sydney at the moment. And, um, you know, I really got into this idea of, you know, I don't want to have a traditional sort of job um, working for someone else about five or six years ago. And... Yeah, right now working on Follow-Up Boss, it's basically a software app we created after going through uh, the foundation course. And we're a bootstrap company. There's about eight of us working full-time on it now. Uh, We help real estate teams in the US follow up with leads. And what's kind of interesting and sort of more common these days, but all our customers are actually in the United States. Oh, wow. And, you know, we're not basically, like I'm in Sydney. (laughs) And we've built the whole company remotely and, you know, we all still work completely remotely. So, Dan, we're going to talk about a lot that has to do with your journey, getting into follow-up boss, and all of that jazz. But first, you are number three of five foundation interviews. So, just take a second, maybe a couple seconds, and just share with us, number one, how did you find out about the foundation? Number two, what what was your experience? And uh, then we'll dive into your journey. It was from a Mixergy interview, actually. So... Um, I think Dane was just doing an interview on there and he didn't have a website or anything like that. And I think um, after the, uh, you know, the interview, he was sort of like everyone just go and fill out a Google Doc um, form, <laughs> you know, if you're interested. Minimally right? viable product. I love it. Exactly. So there wasn't a website or any of that jazz. And, and then that was called the Software Roundtable. And I think that that was 2011. And so, yeah, that, that's how I found out about it and sort of got connected up with Dane. And it, yeah, it just came at a good time for us because yeah, we didn't really know what we were doing with starting um, a software business. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it really sort of helped us take those first steps into finding customers and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was really great from that perspective. You know, you are the second of three foundation members who have pointed to Mixergy as the place you heard about Dane first. So just really speaks volumes to me about the power of podcasting. I don't know about you, Fire Nation, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and Dan, we're going to talk about your journey, my friends. We're going to get into the depths of an aha moment that you've had, of something that fires you up right now. But first, we're going to talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. And Dan, I don't want this vague theory of what failure is. I want you to take us to that moment that you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story. Go. The first time I really sort of 
went out and tried to create a business. Um, I kind of did all those things, which I guess, um, you know, kind of more like action faking and more like, you know, not, not really that great. So, you know, I thought, you know, people are buying websites. I could see people selling websites for like, you know, five grand each. And I sort of thought, you know, most people are just kind of getting some open source software like WordPress, which is free. And, you know, maybe getting a theme from somewhere like ThemeForest, combining that together and selling someone a website. So I thought, great, that, this will be easy, right? Like I can just quit my job and, and go and do this. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's going to be great because um, I can probably put this together in like a week and, you know, I'm working all month to sort of make this. Anyway, so I thought it'd be easy. And I, I did all those things like getting a domain name website, designing business cards, stuff like that. And, you know, I kind of did get a few clients through that business just through friends and family and stuff like that. But, you know, I eventually realized I don't know anything about what I'm doing, about sales or marketing. And kind of really the most painful thing I can kind of still remember is like, you know, I found out this isn't going to work. Um, I'm running out of money. I'm just going to have to get another job. And, you know, I remember a friend sort of saying to me, man, like, oh, well, you know, you kind of gave it a shot. And, you know, you failed. And, like, I'm just like, those kind of just words, like, you you failed. It just really hit me. And I'm just like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, this is just a sucky feeling, you know, because you've, you've gone and told people you're doing all these things. And, um, and yeah, you've had to come back and sort of uh, face reality a little bit. So, Dan, I want to talk about this for a second because I think it's so powerful and such a powerful concept for Fire Nation that anytime we think that things are going to be easy, E-A-S-Y. It's time to pause and reflect because if it was easy, Fire Nation, everybody would be doing it because guess what? That's the definition of easy. It means everybody can do it. And, you know, that's, that's really a reality of life. And so take a pause, reflect. You know, there's a great quote that I hear um, from time to time about podcasting specifically. A lot of people are saying, I'm going to flock into podcasting. It's so easy. And, and the biggest blessing about podcasting is that it is easy to start a podcast, but it's also a curse because even though it's easy to start a podcast, it's not easy to have a successful podcast. And the same thing about being a web designer, the same thing about creating an app or running a brick and mortar business, all these things, the, the execution of a successful business is never going to be easy. So that's my biggest takeaway, Dan, from your worst entrepreneurial moments when your friend just basically slugged you in the stomach and said, you're a failure, buddy. Deal with it. What is your takeaway that you want our listeners to walk away with? Yeah, that's right. If everyone could do it, there wouldn't be anything special about sort of like being able to start a business or, and having these kind of skills. So, you know, it's good. It is a good thing that this is this sort of hard and, and value, value, valued by everyone. So, yeah, you don't want everyone to sort of be like you. I think most, most entrepreneurs kind of want to be different and do something um, different to everyone else. So, um, yeah, it's good that things are hard as well. So Dan, let's sink into this next question. Okay, I'm doing a little bit of a shift here. You told us about a tough time, an experience that you had that didn't work out. And you know what? That's okay. But what I want you to talk about now is another moment in time, another part of your journey, an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb, my friend, that went on. So tell us that story. Take us to that moment, paint the picture for us, and then walk us through the steps that you, Dan, took to turn that idea into success? 
I guess the different way of, of sort of going about it rather than doing all those things that didn't matter um, up front, like, you know, getting business cards and stuff like that is sort of this, this more approach that sort of like is taught in the foundation of like, instead of you trying to sell like what you want to sell to someone, you know, actually find out what their problems are first and, you know, sort of create a solution around that. So, um, I was sort of going through that process and I ended up speaking with a real estate broker in the US um, named Marty and I'd sort of had a few conversations with him already and this was like our third conversation or something and he's really just like, you know, Dan, like my biggest problem is I'm paying for all these leads and I'm sort of just sitting here all day sending them out to my agents and then I really have no idea what happens after that. And he's telling me things like, you know, he's in bed at night forwarding out leads to his agents and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, he's on his mobile phone. He's probably his wife's next to him and that kind of thing. And he's telling me how much he's spending every month. And I'm just like, oh, man, this sounds painful. Like, you know, you're doing this every single day, right? And it's costing him money as well. And it's sort of like also the money he's losing by not closing those leads. Um, so, that was really like a, you know, a big, big sort of shift in like this you know, trying to listen and find out people's problems as opposed to, yeah, just coming up with my own air quotes, brilliant idea and like trying to sell that to people. So, um, from there, I ended up trying to find like, you know, similar people who had the same kind of problem. Um, so, real estate agents are thankfully like really easy to get in touch with. They've got their numbers online. Um, you know, they're in forums, they're on Facebook, stuff like that. And I ended up finding someone else sort of like was um, on a forum complaining about the same problem. I just messaged him and he said, yeah, man, sure, I'll talk to you. And, um, you know, I'm talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, I'm paying $500 a month, um, you know, for some software to help me solve this at the moment. And he's, I'm like, well, how's that working out for you? He's like, well, I hate it. I don't even use it. And I'm just like, wow, you know, this guy, this is, this is really painful enough that this guy's paying, you know, $500 a month, which to me at the time, that's like, that was like my total expenses for the month I was living in Germany. So, this is a lot of money when it's starting out, right? And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm just like, wow, if we can create something which, you know, people don't hate and they use, um, you know, we can probably solve this problem. So, um, yeah, there's a really big shift in terms of like, I think the key lessons are kind of like, um, you want to get that idea from your customers and you want to sort of front load the risk of finding out if people want to buy um, as opposed to spending like six to 12 months of your life on something and then finding out later that they don't want to buy. Um, and yeah, if they don't want to buy or they don't want to uh, buy right now, just ask them why so you can sort of learn what that reason is and understand them better. So that sort of shift of just finding out from people what their problems are is sort of like I would say definitely the biggest change in my approach and, and thing that sort of led to the most success. Dan, all the time I get emails and questions and tweets that say, but John, I don't know what products and services to create for my customers, for my clients, for my future customers or future clients or followers or listeners. And my response is always the same. Well, did you ask? Did you ask what they want? Or are you just trying to recreate the wheel yourself? Because you aren't going to sit there and create a product that you think somebody's going to want with as much success as going to that person, having a real conversation with them. Don't be terrified about these one-on-one conversations, Fire Nation. We all want to do things that scale, 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 leverage, leverage, leverage. Have a 15-minute Skype call with somebody that you know could potentially be a customer and just break it down. Say, what is 
your biggest pain point? What's your struggle? What are your obstacles? What keep you up at night? What wakes you up early in the morning when you want to sleep in? And then you can find the solutions for them and present them to these people on a silver platter. So Dan, I mean, that's my major takeaway from this. And I know you agree with this because it's the foundation teaching, but what can you add to this? Like, what can you really bring full circle for our listeners right now? That's another one of those things which it can be hard to do. Like you can have some fear around um, around doing it and it's just one of the things that makes a difference. Um, but once you really do that, you really understand people and what they want. Um, you, if you understand them at a deep level, you'll understand them better than all your competitors. And so, it means everything's going to be easier from there like sales, marketing, product creation, um, all those things are just going to become way easier if you do this um, sort of work up front of really understanding people. Dan, we're moving along here. We're going to start talking about what I like to call the one-minute mindset. And this is where I'm going to dig into your mind, five specific insights into your brain. And you have about a minute for each, you know, give or take 60 seconds. And let's start off with the first one, which is ideally... What do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? This is a terrible question for me because with the Australian and US time zones, <laughs> I am just, I'm all over the place with sleep, but um, like it's 10 a.m. Uh, yeah, here at the moment. But um, yeah, just trying to have a really good breakfast is key because that gives me energy. Um, ideally, I think I wouldn't be checking emails and sort of like, you know, doing that kind of stuff in the first 60 minutes. But, you know, I find myself doing that a lot because of just the reality of the time zone differences. Um, but yeah, that, that's it. Ideally, Dan, let's get a little more detailed here. This is in your ideal world. Yeah, I think in the you know in the ideal world, I'd also do some um, exercise, like look at doing like a you know a seven minute workout or something like that. You know, I've heard this seven minute workout a couple of times. Is that a specific app? Th- there's a couple of apps for it. You just get it on your iPhone, and um, yeah, the, 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 there's this one that's really funny. There's like this fat guy exercising. That's <laughs> kind of like you, right? He's doing all the exercises, and he's kind of like telling you things, like "Come on," sort of like that. So yeah, uh, like "Come on, fatty! If I can do it, you better be doing it." Yeah, so th- that's a really good thing. I mean, I like doing that. Um, yeah, and, and obviously everyone has seven minutes, so you just pop it on. Um, yeah. What's your biggest weakness, Dan, as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say my biggest weakness right now is sort of like we're making this transition from, um, you know, to a team where there's a lot more people involved in the business. And so I think my biggest weakness has really been a manager and just sort of providing all the things, uh, you know, which people need as opposed to just, you know, being the, being the, being the sort of generalist and the person that, that does it all. And um, yeah, so I think that's, um, that's what I'm trying to work on right now is like, how do I make that transition to sort of, you know, be more of a business owner, less working in the business and more of like providing my team with what they need to be, you know, awesome as opposed to trying to, you know, solve everything myself. What's your biggest strength? So, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think seeing the big picture, sort of being able to to look at some of this sort of uh, strategic kind of things in, in our marketplace and being a bit of a generalist because it's it's something that you know you need that to get um, you know to get a business off the ground you need someone that can kind of um, you know tackle all these different areas like marketing sales product creation um, so yeah I think you know just being flexible and sort of you know being able to learn new things um, is definitely a strength 
what is a habit that you wish you had? Um, so I think going to the gym more regularly and also taking more time off work because I think there's definitely like a diminishing, um, you know, return, right? You get a lot less productive when you've been working 80 hours a week and <laughs> you do that too many weeks in a row, um, you know, your sort of tank will be on empty. So just trying to sort of have a bit, bit better lifestyle balance. You don't want to end up like that Eagle song, running on empty. Yeah. I'm not even positive that's the Eagles, but we're going to go with it for now. Fire Nation, feel free to correct me. So, Dan, of all the things that you're fired up about right now, what is the number one thing that has you most fired up? I think, um, you know, I just think the technology is getting more and more awesome. Like the world is really getting more connected. Um, like the fact that you can go online right now and, you know, you can take a course for free about how to build a self-driving car or how to like, you know, build some farm equipment for your farm or something. And I just think the, you know, everything's just getting better all the time. And, pe- you know, people especially that don't have like a lot of money or resources and stuff, you know, as they become online and can sort of use this information to help themselves. I mean, I just think that's really a, you know, sort of exciting time to, you know, be part of. So, Dan... We are about to enter the lightning round, my friends, so don't go anywhere. Hang on to those afterburners. But let's take a minute first to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. According to a recent consumer report survey, 67% of customers have hung up the phone out of frustration if they could not talk to a real person. Okay, I get it. You're building your business lean, so hiring a full-time receptionist to handle your calls just isn't in the cards. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, the virtual receptionist who handles your calls with care. Ruby even screens, announces, and transfers your calls to wherever, whenever you want want. They're everything you'd expect from a top-notch receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service for yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. Dan, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think trying to be like too clever about everything, like coming up with elaborate 
plans and schemes about, you know, software or services to sell instead of really just getting out there and maybe facing some fears and taking like real action, talking to people. What is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, treat people how you want to be treated. It's something that got drilled into me when I was a kid and I can't say I'd always followed that, but I think it's, it's super important, obviously, in your personal life and also in business to treat your customers really well. Oh, and I almost forgot that while the sponsorship break was happening, I did go to Google and it's actually Jackson Brown who sings the song Running on Empty. So there you go, Dan. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Share a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. Persistence. So I think, um, I, I, I mean, I can see you've done 900 episodes almost <laughs> of um, Entrepreneur on Fire. So I think it's, it, it, I think it's almost a required attribute for, you know, an entrepreneur. And it's, it's definitely something like I don't think I'm really smarter than anyone or, you know, better at, at all these certain skills. But, you know, I'm just going to keep doing something until I'm successful. And you can't really fail unless you quit. So I think persistence is something. I can't remember the boxer's name, but they asked him, you know, why did you have such a long career? And like, how are you always ranked so high? And he just looked at the camera and goes, I just got up more times than I was knocked down. (laughs) And he did not have that accent, which I do not know where that came from. So Dan, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I think um, Zapier.com lets you connect different apps to each other like CRMs and you know email marketing platforms and all different kinds of stuff. Um, I think that's pretty badass if you're trying to automate stuff in your business or potentially like you know you're also putting together some you know small product to sell to other people and solve a problem um, by linking a few services together with Zapier. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, yeah, so if you wanted like a quick, easy read, I read uh, Startup Land recently, which is um, the story about three guys in their 30s from Denmark who built uh, Zendesk, which is now a company you know that's worth about $2 billion. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a good quick read. It's, it's fun as well. Cool. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. Dot com. And Dan, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, I love this question. So I think the most important thing would probably be to make some friends and I'd probably go to a website like meetup.com and, you know, sort of go to some meetups I was interested in. And then I think to make, you know, sort of make money and and get rolling, I'd I'd start calling businesses and just asking about their problems and probably try and sell them like some kind of lead gen website leads, you know, and sales process. And then, um, yeah, from there, probably go to other businesses in the same niche and try and sell them the same thing. Dan, my friends, let's end this interview on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm on Twitter, just twitter.com forward slash uh, buzz Dan, I think is my handle. You think or is that your handle? <laughs> <laughs> that should be it. Although, yeah, 
just I'll double check it in the show notes. Yeah, or you know, we'll just follow some random dude. No worries. Yeah, just just hit that guy up and he'll point you in the right direction. No, that's it. That's it. I just checked it. Okay. Um, and also, you know, just get out there and take action, like because that's that's probably the thing you know that could be holding you back if you're just starting out. Just just try and work out what you're most afraid of and go and do that. Um, and yeah. The other thing is, you know, we're going to do this Ask Me Anything with um, the other foundation guests from this week. And that's going to be really fun. You can come along and ask us any kind of question you want to. Um, if you go to the foundation.com forward slash fire, there's a form there where you can put in the question you want to ask. And there's also some other things they're giving away on that page, um, like the, you know, a guide that is about, how, you know, how to do idea extraction and find these profitable software ideas. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with Dan and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Dan in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And of course, thefoundation.com slash fire. Bunch of cool giveaways from the guys from Foundation and that Ask Me Anything live hangout that's going to be happening in about a month from now. Get the dates for that. Uh, anything else on the uh, Slash Fire, Dan? There's also a um, question which you'll need to find profitable software ideas mm. and how to use that. So there's, there's a lot of good stuff there. And um, yeah, check it out. Dan, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friend, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.